So what do you want from this? What do you want podcast? from us? What do you want from this podcast? Yeah. Fame, money, power. Like, I mean, power, power. Like, to ruin people's lives? Oh, that'd be great. There's another married couple that me and my wife have to compete with. Yeah, and we've already hung out with them like a billion oh, times. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah, like a hundred. And it was a lot of fun. Oh, my uh, God. I'm not going to so boast, but. Dude, that time. Uh, <laughs> did you know that Matt and Christina took us to Disney World? Yep. Really? For a two-week trip? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. On their dime, it was it was yeah, so, it was amazing. That's, that's very yeah, it was whatever. Generous. Yeah, that was. I mean, and then uh, Pamela got to pet a seal. It was incredible. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow. You know what? Uh, you know what they've done for me and Melissa? Uh, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Hmm. Yeah, but what are you going to give us in return? <laughs> uh, you you want a cat? <laughs> See, we did. No, we did have, that is one thing. Have, that have, is one thing that like Christina does not cats. need. We did. We get. We did like hand stuff and mouth stuff. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, that's <laughs> like the games. Well, like games. Yeah, yeah. Game. Like patty, patty cake. Patty cake. Patty cake. Right. Mouth and stuff is like. <laughs> It's like uh, is yeah, like we're, we're really karaoke. <laughs> we did karaoke with Whist- them. Whistling, contest. whistling contests, blowjobs. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not what you think. It's no, not it's what like you think. It's like regatta. You- Remember in Boy Scouts with the regatta, and you blow, oh, and you yeah, can make yeah, the yeah, little yeah. ship go. Come wow. on, we're really, we're really cutting you do blue a job. here. Oral sex, yes. you do a job. Not oral what you're, sex. Not I mean, what that's not what you're thinking. It's like when you talk. You talk about like sex of the church, you right. idiot. Come on. Oh, yeah. oh, not oh, sex. Chris, Come get on. your mind out of the gutter. Get your mind out of the gutter. It, it, it lives there. Now, there was anal base. sex, too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that's and exactly that, what you think. And that was. Exa- yeah. yeah, that yeah. was. There's no deeper meaning there. Yeah, none at all. This will be the one. I mean, it was pretty deep. <laughs> it was a deep <laughs> it was meaning. Pretty, it was deep, pretty deep. Deep meaning. <laughs> you can use all this, Chris. Use all please this. Don't <laughs> you guys, please listen. don't cut this. <laughs> if you cut this out, I quit. I quit the podcast. Guys, if yeah. you cut any of this out, I have to, yeah, like, I'm done. I still have to edit this tonight. This is so hard. Uh, Chris, you don't have to edit it tonight. No, I totally do. You definitely don't. Go away for Chris, the weekend. Our Maybe you'll do it over the weekend when Seth's doing something, whatever. If not, I can't drag my desktop down. There. Listen, just our <laughs> listenership, we know what they like. They want edgier, yeah, more anal sex intensive oh, podcast. I mean, they want something like anal sex, yeah, not <laughs> like it. Oh no, anal sex like uh. in nature, <laughs> anal sex esque. Yeah, uh, this is the worst. <laughs> well, hey everybody, welcome into the critical welcome. podcast. <laughs> Good family is this? We just offend hey. everything. Good luck, Chris's parents. <laughs> It's all right. This will be the one episode my mom does listen to. Oh, well, you know. Uh, she's an adult. Anyway, <laughs> this episode, we review Chappie. Chappie. My name is Chappie. I mean, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not ready with news, so like, if you're moving right to news. Hold on. No, let's, no, we're not, let's, we're not, we're let's frame this properly, though. This is not just another episode. You're right. Yeah. You're right. This is going to be... This is not just another episode. So, I... I'd really like to think that we planned this, that I sat down and I thought it out and I, I, but no, we, no, I, I I did. No, bullshit. I, bullshit. 
Bullshit. Ah, the intricacies of my Machiavellian scheme. Yes, exactly. <laughs> when we were sitting down and trying to figure out what do we watch for the Netflix movie, the first thing I sp- said was, hey, let's do Starship Troopers. And you guys both were like, let's just ignore him. Because right. uh, <laughs> maybe he'll forget. Maybe he'll forget. Actually, I kind of like Starship Troopers. I kind of do, too. Well, um, I, I, I liked it when I was a kid. You oh, know? it's the greatest right. movie when ever. When you're a yeah. kid, I saw it in theaters as like when I was like 14. I was yeah, like, that is the, the prime age. But that is, you are the demographic. Right. For then, <laughs> then, then a few years later, I read it. Then oh I yeah, really yeah, hated yeah. it. Yeah, I really yeah. hated it then because yeah. I was like, what it could have been. It could have oh, been yeah. this. And maybe we'll review that movie someday. But then Matt suggests, hey, let's do RoboCop. I'm like sweet. Among, actually, 19- among actually, a couple I, other I movies. Oh, that was Parker. Or yeah, I think yeah. Parker did suggest Robocop. I'm like sweet. 1987. It just, it just Paul It's amazing. It's and then they were like, no, let's do the remake. I'm like, oh. well, the old one's not on Netflix, is it? Yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, oh, it is. Yes, it I didn't is. Realize. Oh, wow. Um, I didn't realize. So guess who watched both? Uh, <laughs> Well, I mean, we've all watched both, but yeah, you yeah. probably watched it twice recently. <laughs> yeah, one, and then right after that, the other, um, and then the other one again, just for just just, just just for the sheer hell of it. And then we watched Chappie and realized that all like the 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 points of RoboCop and the points of Chappie are are very interesting. So we're going to talk about them. Kind they of contrast yes, very much. So yeah, I mean, um, it'd be hard to talk about. Chappie at like as a new movie, like the way we talk about new movies, without referencing movies like Robocop, Robocop. And, and a lot of other yeah. robot movies, sci-fi robot movies, and not that we would have necessarily brought up you know Chappie when we were talking about Robocop, but it's great to just talk about yeah. it together. Yeah. Just so so this is going to be a two-parter. Um, we're going to break it up uh, where we will be reviewing Chappie this episode. And the next episode, we will be reviewing RoboCop, but they're going to be jumping back and forth a lot. So this will be a two-parter. Um, so welcome that's right. to enter the robot critic. <laughs> that's right. Our robot extravaganza. I'm going to try to find a way to put in like a Bender voice in here somewhere. Uh, <laughs> I am a robot. That's that's not that's not good. <laughs> I Let's, am Bender. No, that's not. From the cartoon. Futurama. Kiss my butt. <laughs> Remember, he's like, but no, no, that's my shiny metal posterior but. location. Oh boy, oh boy. Please, Park. Please tell me you're ready with news. Uh, just give me like twenty more minutes. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, God. yeah, yeah. Twenty more minutes of this. No, this is bad. I mean, uh, unless well, unless there was anything huge that I'm forgetting about that, since we last talked that like. I'm trying to think if there was any major Marvel news that I, you know, forget immediately because that's the world because we, live we can't. In. Yeah, because yeah, can't my brain. We can't go through an episode without something. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right, Parker, what do you got for us on news? All right, start off on a excitingly somber note. No, yeah. it's not exciting. Fair, a fond farewell needs to be uh, mm. given to Leonard Nimoy. That's right. Passed on into the great unknown, the great uncharted. Yep. Unknown. Yep. 80, well, 80, 84 He's, years old, I believe. Uh, yep. Or 83. 83. Uh, he he uh, boldly is going where, I mean, countless, countless people, people have, have gone, gone before. before. Like, like millions and yeah, billions, billions and billions of people. But he's the first one to do it right when he did it. 
No, this is, I don't know why I'm making this is, jokes. It is, it is like, really sad. I, 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 I do like Leonard Nimoy this a is, lot. I love Leonard Nimoy too, but let me tell you something. And this is how much respect I have for how much Chris loves Star Trek. Oh. I was so tempted on the thing that Michael posted, or maybe right. you posted to his wall. Right. I was like, <laughs> no. Type, I had it typed up, and I was like, I can't do it. <laughs> He's going to type, He's dead, Jim. Oh. <laughs> No, no, no. That that would have been. I would have been fine with that. Oddly tribute. I would have. I mean, yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, but it made me laugh. Uh, when oddly I enough, that. his he's his, dead, Jim. Yeah. That that would. I I would I would have been okay with that. Um. Especially because uh, DeForest Kelly joked that he wanted that on his tombstone. Oh. Uh, very nice. He was that. He played the right. Uh, McCoy. Right. Um. Yeah, when I when I read that Nimoy died, I was very uh, really actually really upset. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Melissa called me. And she's like, "Are you going to be gonna okay? Be... Are you going to be all right?" People actually like private messaged me to like <laughs> okay? give me their <laughs> condolences. Like, like I lost a family member, <laughs> and I was like, "This really sucks." Uh, and of course that that uh, it was a I, I believe it was a fri- a Friday uh, that it, that the new the news had come out, if I remember correctly. And I was yeah, dog was. sitting for Parker, and so I I come over to the house. Uh, Zelda's all excited that I'm here, clearly, <laughs> uh, and I'm like, "Settle in, Zelda. We're gonna watch like four hours of Star Trek." In, in I will memoriam. say, as much as I as much as I joke about hating Star Trek, Leonard Nimoy is like Spock. The character Spock is the only redeeming quality for me, a non Star Trek right, lover. Right. I will watch scenes with Spock in them because it's an it's an awesome character. Yeah, I agree. Like, he's the a best. Super good character. Not, not, not only and as a person, not like I mean, you know, I like some of the people that have have that were in Star Trek as people now, but like the fact that Leonard Nimoy was always very above the the con scene, right? The, the Trekkie scene. Mm-hmm. He always was way a- away from that. Like you know, he was kind of like. He rarely did it, if at all. And if he did, it wasn't like doing, you know, pictures and autographs. He would just show up for like, a, like he, maybe yeah, a talk. He would be a keynote. He would do the keynotes. Um, one of the things, like, like the 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 more I learned about Leonard Nimoy as an actor, it was really shocking. Everything that you have come to know about the character Spock, almost all of it was improved by him that's not wow um in in an early episode the script called for spock to punch somebody out and nimoy on set was like no that's dumb spock would never resort to violence that's the most illogical thing that's why um vulcans don't have the like a military Right. And they're like, all right, Nimoy, what would they do? He's like, I don't know. They would come up with some kind of like nerve pinch where they, you know, passively knock you out. And so he came up with it on the fly. Um, the Vulcan salute, you know, the whole that thing, the, yeah. the hand jazzer, he came up with that on the fly. Um, the live long and prosper, he came up with. Um, there's just all this different stuff that he originated. That he's like, so yep, yep, basically, the way. writers had to do nothing. <laughs> well, <laughs> With the writers character. writers didn't know cuz the writers kept screwing it up. The oh, writers okay. didn't understand the character. I mean, you got to understand it was the 60s science fiction was corny and dumb and the idea of right. here's this emote like emotionless quote 
character who has emotions but just keeps them under complete control. Right. Um, they didn't know what to do with that. And Nimoy was just such... So like, he was so into that character. Yeah. Um, That's cool. He also used that character to do a lot of uh, uh, just good in general. There was a... Um, trying to remember the the article that i read where a a i'm trying to remember the exact detail a young girl wrote in like wrote a letter to leonard nimoy asking him i I think she was uh biracial which in the you know mid 60s was very controversial um and he wrote back like he did like this open letter to her and then like sent it to papers or something. Yeah, here it is. Yeah, he, he, he posted it in paper. Leroy Leonard Nimoy's advice to a biracial girl in 1968. Yeah. So like very whatever and he and they he had it posted in uh what magazine? Uh, Star uh, what is this? Fave magazine. I don't know some old magazine. Yeah, some old. She they posted her magazine. he posted her letter. I'm not very good at writing letters, so I'll make this short. I know you are half Vulcan, half human, and you have suffered because of this. My mother is Negro, and my father is white, and I am told this makes me a half-breed. In some ways, I am persecuted even more than the Negro. And then Leonard Nimoy goes on then to answer, As you may know, only Spock's mother was human. His father was a Vulcan. Spock grew up among Vulcan children, and because he was different, he had to face the problem of not being. And he has this whole thing, take courage and know your own worth and all this amazing stuff. Right. Like knowing who you are and 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 being courageous. None of that background that he, you know, came up with, like he came up with all of that. Uh, Like the half human, half Vulcan thing was written into the showrunner. But he he originated like the whole like Spock was clearly bullied as a child, and he used that to connect with people hmm. who felt that way in their childhood. It's so amazing. like, yeah, the the man had done a lot of great work. Um, Nineteen sixty eight. Wow. Yeah, That's yeah, nuts. like really, really innovative. So I was really, really depressed. Watched a watched a yeah. lot of Spock centered episodes. Uh, now, did night. you? Now I I know this is not. You know, whatever is not his greatest work, but I am a super huge fan of Fringe. Did you watch that at no, all? No, I've not seen Fringe. I didn't even know he was on Fringe until it's like after probably his like three seasons in, two seasons in, maybe. Like he start, he shows up like once in like season three, maybe the end of it, and then he becomes like a fairly integral part as it goes on. Uh, but and then and then becomes immediately less integral part. But his his character in it is pretty cool it's pretty interesting and, oh, okay. and his take on it is good and it's it was great to see I actually him doing heard... a role but yeah he's very it's it's a great show it's not the best show ever but it's definitely not like upn it's not supernatural or something oh, okay. dumb <laughs> as far as monster a week kind of nonsense right, it's not right. like you know buffy or anything like that it's it's pretty legit you know uh, I'll, I'll check it out but and leonard nimoy does have a, a pretty fun performance in it they they do a lot of crazy stuff on the show and and he like kind of rolled with it all which was cool mm. yeah i was very 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 saddened by that news yeah so all right so trying to pick it up a little bit uh we got drew goddard will write and direct the new spider-man okay <laughs> what else has the man done i'm uh, not sure i'd have to look him up yeah um, world war z oh okay yeah that's where we would most know him from. Oh, and probably more importantly, Cabin in the Woods. Oh, yes. all right. Now you're on my level. All right. Now now we're good. Cloverfield. Yep. Okay. All right. These are, these are good things. I, I, I like that because 
again, and, and we've talked about that with the last Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man needs to be both serious, but the character himself right. not serious. Right. Mm-hmm. And I feel that... And yeah. Cabin in the Woods is a perfect example of perfect that. Perfect example of I that. mean, super serious violence and super serious concepts coupled with the, the most ridiculous nonsense. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> and that that's exactly what I want out of my Spider-Man movies. Yeah. So this is a great... This, this is a good move. I, yeah. I feel, I feel so we're doing good So here's the already. other things they've released with this information that he's going to be doing it. No new origin story. Spidey Woo! exists from Spidey exists from the beginning, taken as a given. It's about time. New actor, probably an unknown. He will be specifically based in high school, and they want him to be able to grow up into the role. The thought All right. being, if this works, Spidey can do multiple trilogies for years, a la Harry Potter. Okay. I'm fine. Uh, a major I'm fine part of the first film will involve Spider-Man fighting Iron Man and then trying to pass the audition to join the Avengers. Nice. Okay. And the first film will in will be involved with the Sinister Six coming up, all t- coming together with the thought to later maybe spin them off. So. These are these, these are these are great plans. <laughs> but we'll have to see how they come to fruition. And it'll be really great <laughs> when we only get one movie. Uh, and it's not as good as it could be <laughs> it's just not gonna happen i don't know again i've lost all faith unless it's under the marvel umbrella yeah i've lost like, all faith we, we talked it. about this on the last one that's you know? exactly what this is though this spider-man movie is now it finally is I it's thought- under their like they will have input right right kevin feige will have serious oh, input and from God. what i understand I mean, like, it's not only that they got the rights to have spider-man appear and stuff like captain america 3 right. and all that but i guess also that these are under right. that same umbrella from from what i understand <clears throat> spider-man as he will be in marvel films will pretty much be totally under marvel's control and the new spider-man film will be technically under Sony's control. I mean, they will con- control all forms of distribution, advertising, etc. <clears throat> but Kevin Feige will have heavy input. Okay. So it will be a collaboration this at is, the very this least. Is, this and, is good. This and is good. in reality, like, I, I see it as being more or less like, you know what, We'll we'll do what you want as long as we can put our name on it and make yeah, money. Yeah, exactly. As, <laughs> long as, as long as the paychecks come yeah. running. Cle- clearly, they have they know what they're doing. They have the I mean, formula at this point. I mean, we talked about this that that this was a possibility. I, I feel like right. years ago on the show, how like eventually what maybe would and should happen is that Sony should just give it up. And then say, "Hey, we'll 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 let you essentially run the show as long as we get a lot of the money." Yeah, right. which, ultimately, is, which is pretty much what is happening. And right. ultimately, that's all they care about. Yeah, they don't right. care about artistic <laughs> integrity, none of that bullshit. They want money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, clearly, they don't care about artistic integrity after all of the leaks that happened. I mean, we saw what yeah. conversations were happening between rec- or, or film executives. They're just like, right. "What? What can we do? Smash everything together." Yeah, what about? 21 Jump Street Men in Black thing. That's fine, Which whatever. I still what, what, what should a, happen. Right. Oh, <laughs> but like, you, they clearly are like interested more in the bottom line than artistic integrity yeah, right, or yeah. anything even remotely like that. Well, that I mean, directors, art, they're concerned with that. They're not concerned with the bottom line. No, no. <laughs> Film executives. For, <laughs> for their artistic integrity, they have Sony Picture Classics for that yeah, bullshit. Exactly. Sony Pictures, that, they want money. That's, that's another, all they care about. That's another reason why 
Marvel's been so successful thus far is that it's being pushed by executives that legitimately care about the quality of the product and are deeply invested in how it works. Right, right. Um, It's not just bottom line. I mean, Kevin Feige's demonstrated how insane he is with thinking (laughs) about all of this stuff and how it works. Yeah, Mm. especially when you see his, like, timelines like, yeah. oh my god <laughs> yeah. i mean clearly that like they change it's those these aren't set in stone which makes it even better better right like that right. he comes up with these things only to know that within a year he might be like you know what let's scratch switch this around or right. there's right, a reason it's on a whiteboard <laughs> right so. right but the fact that he's still planning ahead even though he's knows he might change it around uh yeah it's, it's pretty exciting yes. but anyway Wonderful. uh and just a quick thing <laughs> Since we're talking about Marvel, they will be doing, in in anticipation of Age of Ultron, the Ultimate Marvel Marathon on Wednesday, April 29th, 11 movies in a row. Now we're talking. I'm going to guess. HBO, you said? No, no, like in theaters. Like, you know, they they do the marathon. This is going to be wonderful. You know that they're going to keep doing this, and it's just going to be 12 movies next time. Like Captain America 3, it'll be 12 movies, including Age of Ultron. Then (laughs) the next one, it'll be. That's almost 12. Like, this is 11 movies, and then you see Age of Ultron after this. Like, this leads into Age of Ultron. I don't know. You know what? Yeah, I changed my mind. I don't know. I would want to do do that the day before. 27 hours? With like breaks, uh, no. <laughs> okay, I cha- I changed my mind. I thought this was cool at first, but then too but much then I looked at Matt thing. and I'm like, yeah, no, this is this is od. Nope. This is od. Nope, this nope, is nope, the worst. Nope. I did but the Lord of the. There will be. Yeah. In in addition to this, they are also doing smart a much more accessible version, a double feature with Avengers and then Avengers. Yeah, that's Ultron. fine. That's a good. That's, that's a good. So this is reasonable. Iron Man, Hulk. Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America. So all that, you're like, oh, except for Iron Man, don't care about any of those. So like, I could skip all those except maybe yep. Iron Man. And I could, that I could just watch at home. Then we have, after those five, then you have Avengers, Iron Man 3, uh, Thor the Dark World, okay? Captain America, Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy. So like, <laughs> strong beginning, strong middle, strong end, a few filler in between. It doesn't even matter, though, because... It doesn't matter if they're all the best movies. That's too fucking much. By I hour twenty four, you're like, uh, I thought before. <laughs> why? Why would it take till twenty four? Like it's like, like yeah, I would imagine it'd be after like hour ten. Oh, I because second like, movie for me. <laughs> second movie in, I'd be like, fuck, Parker. I, I mean, I've done movie marathons. Wow. I've regretted <laughs> some of them. Listen, yeah. you know, Chris, I love. Lord of the Rings. I love the extended editions of Lord of the Rings. To watch them all in a I'm row. To- nope. I, I never was Melissa's, took, Melissa's I took, done uh, that nev- like never, three never times. again. I took advantage of they did uh, Penn Cinema did the um, Lord of the Rings extended edition. They showed it every Tuesday for three weeks. Oh, nice. They showed the first one, then the yeah. second one, then the third one, and that uh, was that's, great. That's cool. It was seen them in theaters. It was right. the extended edition, but you didn't see them in a row. You know, you got to sit yeah. there for whatever, three, four hours each time, and then you were done, and then you got to go home and whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. like, in a row? Oh. Well, okay, let me rephrase that. Mel- my- Melissa has done that in the comfort of her own right, home right. Where, where she's, like, Where she could like stop it and knitting. go do something else as well. <laughs> and that yeah. was still yeah. too much for me. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah like, it was definitely. it was still too much. I got tired of it. I was like, I've been watching. Right. You start crawling out of your skin the whole day. You got you, whoa, 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 whoa. You you guys don't do that. You just watch just all day. No. Just watch like six films. No, I I can't. I have too much ADD. Oh. That's why yeah. I, well, it, 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 I I I might have a problem, guys. No, you don't. I <laughs> no, have because, a problem because again, also like I have I have like sat around for a lot of the day, and like if there was a thing on, but like the thing is, I'm doing a million, I'm doing other things. Yeah, you know what I mean, I'm searching the internet, too. I'm That's searching my too. phone, I'm playing a game, whatever. That like which I know you do as well. So right, like, yeah. it isn't like you are sitting there. Focusing a hundred percent of your attention yes. at a screen. This was long. this was a a marathon right. with friends. So, so you were even talking to people and hanging right. out in a, in the comfort of home, right? Yeah, but guys, it's still too guys, much. guys, guys, I, I finally got it. I, I know what I'm going to do now. I'm going to throw a party and we're going to sit down and watch all twelve Star Trek movies <laughs> back to back to back to back to back. <laughs> Matt, perfect. Matt, come on, buddy. Matt, you have to do it. It's for the podcast. I'm already. <laughs> We're reviewing I'm already, all 12 I'm already, Star Trek movies. I'm already thinking about which chemicals you have under your kitchen sink <laughs> that could kill me fast, <laughs> fastest. I, I have a gun. <laughs> oh, that's the, that's the best chemical. Best of chemical all. of all. Yeah. Easiest chemical. No, but if you but want listen, real guys, quick though, out. Li- but seriously, though, it includes an inclu- exclusive collectible medallion that you can only get when you go oh, and see all the 27 oh, hours. Good. The other thing is they give it to you at the end, and you have to have proven to be sitting in the seat. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that would be the worst. <laughs> I would just pay, you just buy the ticket, get the medallion, be like, leave, come back for Avengers, leave, come back for Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. The, the the theater people could seriously sit me in a chair and be like, okay, here's the medallion. First, here's first option to get the medallion is you sit through all these movies consecutively, or, or we just take this nail, drive it right through the skin in between your fingers. Uh, we just nail it right through. I'd be like, "That's fine. We'll I'll do, do that." that. I'll Can do I that. leave after Can it? I leave? That, get it all. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I don't want to do either. I don't give a shit about this medallion. <laughs> I don't want either one to happen. But the, the nail thing sounds. I fine. love. I love when that'll, companies that'll take, get a band aid. It'll be ready. I, I love when companies give you the "you wasted your time" award. Like a lot of companies will do this, where they'll give you, "Oh, you have a medallion," or this. Uh, 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 another example: uh, me and uh, uh, Jordan from uh, Ninjas vs. Podcast were talking about how if you have been playing World of Warcraft for, since day one or game one and never stopped, now if they they can see when you've activated your account, you get a free statue pretty big statue it's a really big statue and me and jordan were both like thinking about it like oh man we started playing world of warcraft like yeah like when it came out and then we quit like normal human beings do eventually <laughs> what would it be like if we oh, we could have gotten the statue and then we thought about it what our lives would have been yeah it's a monument <laughs> yeah it's a monument <laughs> of just waste You're wasted time but that's what i mean like i love when companies are like you just spent 27 hours sitting in a chair watching movies Here's a small token of our sincere condolences here's the thing <laughs> to your wasted yeah, time. Absolutely. And here's the thing about this. I can't imagine that it's going to be expensive. Like, the, I went to some, not all, because I was I was working that day and I only could get out for a bit of it. I had to, like, I had to leave That's and right. go back. I went to the Phase 1 marathon before yeah. Avengers. 
And and so that was just Iron Man, Hulk, Iron Man Two, Thor, Captain America. Then and then Avengers was that night. Right, and right. I went for Iron Man, sat through most of Hulk, and then I left right at the end of Hulk, and I missed Iron Man and th- half of Thor. And then okay. I, I went to work, and then I came back, and then. But that ticket for five movies, and, and then it, it included a ticket. No, it didn't include a ticket for Avengers. It was just those five movies, though, in IMAX, was uh, $20. Wow, that's nothing. Right. Like that, and I'm going to guess that this needs to be appropriate. Like, it might even be like $15 or $20 because, that, like, otherwise no one would do it. Like, I mean, it's already right. not you appealing. Figure- and if it's, like, <laughs> priced appropriately in terms of, like, each of these movies at regular price, and you're it was like, like $100. Yeah, fifty dollars. No, no, no. I, I guarantee like, you. No. I, gu- I guarantee you. <laughs> so wait, I, I give you a lot of money, and I say it for twenty-seven hours. <laughs> I guarantee you, the concession stand sales alone <laughs> are going to make yeah. it worth their. Oh while yeah, absolutely. Because where else are you going to go? Right. You got nothing. I mean, they gotta have. I mean, they have to have huge chunks of bray. I mean, they have to, right? You, they can't possibly be like, oh, you get 15 minutes between each movie. Here's the thing. I'm I'm impressed that anyone pays any money for it. Because when you talk about sitting on your ass for 27 hours watching a screen, that's like a competition. Right. right? <laughs> that's a fucking marathon. There that's when you're sitting with other people it. and they pay you when you're done. Like, right. wow, good job. You made it. Here's a medallion. Holy it's made shit. of solid gold. Wow, you won. You Matt, won the... Matt. You just described my new career goal. <laughs> Chris, what do you do for I'll be at a cocktail a party? Because I, I, I imagine I go to those now. I'll professional be a, movie watcher. I'm a professional movie watcher. Well, you mean like a critic? No, no competition I, movie watcher. I'm a com- I'm right. competitive like movie watcher. Like competitive eating, but we, with uh, movies. We pride ourselves that we are in a non-performance enhancing drug league. Yeah. So yeah. you are tested before and after the competition, whether you've taken any yeah. caffeine no pills. Red nope. No, no Red nope. Bull. <laughs> I do it straight. Yep. I do it straight because I believe We believe in something. it's all for the love of the game. That's right. So let me get this straight. You just sit and watch movies. What do you mean just sit and watch movies? Yeah, Yeah, of uh, course. Excuse me. It takes Uh, years of training. I I don't think you understand my sport. I bleed (laughs) from the eyeballs for this sport. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like heaven. (laughs) That's a great idea, Matt. I'm going to start this league. Sure. I'm glad I contributed (laughs) to the the downfall (laughs) of my life. I'm glad I contributed a couple more years off of your life. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> from watching movies constantly. <laughs> All right, so I didn't know I didn't mean for that to go on as long as it did, but uh let me just wrap up the last few things that I did want to mention. Uh the Academy Awards. Now thinking about going back to five best picture nominees. You know, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> Come on, Academy. What Nobody are you doing? <sighs> like after this year. Hey, after- you know what though, Chris? Birdman won. Yeah. yeah. Wow, yeah, well they done. made they made the right choice right. for the first year and forever. But on top of it there was so I mean there were so many glaring like complaints about this year with like not nominating Selma but nominating like three actors within the movie. Right. And it's yeah. like just give it a nomination. They didn't even use the full 10, I don't think. No. And like so it's just like most egregious offense is still no Lego movie. And no Lego no movie. No Lego movie, yeah. That's horrible. But yeah, like just so and now they're going back. I'm like I I'm, Who cares? I, like, I, I feel out. like they're very, very like they're walking a tight line of people just going, We're done with this. Like very like, because very tight. because young people don't care as much about it. Do you know what I mean? And they're getting annoyed with the up uh, with the uh, the opinions and judgments that are being made. 
So like as those well, kids, soon, as those people grow up, they're just gonna be like, no, we're done with this, and yeah. then it's gonna be over. The problem is, it's not gonna be like so a a thing, it, like a like a legacy anymore. It's just gonna be like this is dumb. Well, before yeah. too long, it's gonna become the Grammys because right there's m- film is becoming too widespread, right to have to to act like you're actually critically right. You know, an authority over everything. Like the, the the Grammys could never be a critical authority because there's too much music out right. there. There's yeah. always going to be people being like, "Well, and on this, top of this it, album came out and you didn't even give a shit right. about and, it." Right, and and on top of it, as it is, people are already annoyed with the Grammys because they usually don't know who got nominated, you right. know, or who won. Right, like they'll be like, "Oh, Beyonce, here we go." Oh, Beck won. Who's Beck? I've never even heard of him. You're like, right, what? so you have two you parties. Like- you have two parties. One that are that. You know, are a consumer of all things music right. and are like, this is dumb. They ignore anything that's <laughs> anything not making, you know, good. double right. platinum. And then you have the other group of people that are just like, Arcade Fire? Yeah, what is that? What the fuck's an Arcade Fire? <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. And movies right. now, like so. back back in the, the, like the 70s, there was a lot less movies coming out. So, and movies would have a lot, like a long, longer run in the theaters. Right. So, like, it made sense to do it the way they do it. But now, with with the indie market being what it is, and Netflix, and Netflix, and distribution mm-hmm. changing entirely. Yep. Right. Yeah, the Oscars didn't make any damn sense. Just shut it down. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hate so. so anyway, anyway, so that's the thing. And uh, just the last two things because this is Matt news. Uh, some people, some some people have been revealed for the starring uh, with Emma Watson for the Beauty and the Beast live action. Yes, we got Dan. Well, I'll oh, get yeah, there. Yeah, Dan yeah. Stevens though is going to be the Beast, the Prince who gets cursed. He, you would know him from the Guest and Night at the Museum, but also more importantly, he was in uh, uh, Downton Abbey. He played a he played a major character in Downton Abbey, but. The most exciting thing, Luke Evans will be playing Gaston. Great nice. casting. Very well. Nice. Very Great good choice. casting choice. Yep, definitely a good choice. Um, obviously, Fast and Furious 6. Mm-hmm. And then The Hobbit. You know, very exciting. Among many other. And and a lot of other and things. Then but, was Dracula. And then Dracula. But Gaston, I can see it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I definitely yeah. see it. I can see it. So, uh, very excited for that. And uh, that's all. So. Look forward to all of that. That's going to be great. So, moving on here. uh, Let's just get right into it, gentlemen. We saw Chappie. Hello, my name is Chappie. Okay. In the near future, crime is patrolled by an oppressive mechanized police force. No, I I said Chappie, not not Robocop. (laughs) Eh, Hold on. Chappie. (laughs) Hold on, hold on. When one police droid... Chappie. Oh, okay. Ah, yes, that's okay. that one. Is stolen, okay. <laughs> and a human is put into his no, body. No, oh, wait, I'm Chappie, sorry. That's not RoboCop. Not RoboCop. is stolen and given new programming. He becomes the first robot with the ability to think and feel for himself. This movie stars... Oh, boy, let me go down the line here. Uh, Charlito Copley. Uh, Charlito. Char- Carlito's Way. <laughs> 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 uh, d- 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 Charlto. Charlto. Charlito. Charlito. Oh, <laughs> Charlito. I can't. <laughs> we just love to hear you pronounce these it's things. It's Chris, I love it. It's, it's bad. Uh, well, then, uh, yeah. <laughs> Hugh Jackman, Sigourney Weaver, Dev Patel. 
<laughs> wow, got Pamela's got, a bit, got a, Pamela's got a, a huge Dev, Tepel, Dev Patel fan. She is really she like she almost wanted to go to this movie beca- just because Dev Patel. And I was like, oh really? I'm like, watch the trailer. She's like, that looks like I'm not interested at all. Yeah. but Dev Patel. And I'm like, yeah, don't go see this. <laughs> just really, because so, of that, <laughs> don't go. But, see but like, what what about Ninja? Is she a big Ninja fan? <laughs> Who no, who isn't? Not yeah, not not particularly. But <laughs> I like Yolandi. I think she uh, she likes when Yolandi says in uh, in Rich Girl, maybe a busy <laughs> when she's on the on the on the pot that on is... the on the gold on the gold plated toilet. Oh yeah, she's like, maybe I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> I like how neither Ninja nor Yolandi have IMDb profile <laughs> pictures. Nope, <laughs> they're just they just wouldn't let any picture yeah. be shown on IMDb. <laughs> All right, well let's uh, let's dive right into it. Oh, but you also mentioned Hugh Jackman, Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, right? yeah, okay, yeah. Um, so I am I am super excited about this film because I feel that uh, Chappie is to me how uh, Interstellar was to you, Parker. Okay, oh, we're wow. like afterwards, you were like. You had an emotional response? Yeah. Mm, of, wow. To the point where I was like, cool. I don't know how I'm going to talk about this. Good. This early. Like, I, right, I want right. more time to. Yeah. Think well, it. too bad. Got to record Suffer like I did. Unfortunately, we're recording right away because uh, weekend busy. I mean, I think we, we recorded right away. No, we didn't. You bailed. You took no, off. No, it was definitely after, because I remember. It was a couple of days ago. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. I knew I left. I didn't know if I left to get ready. No, you, no, you, okay. you left, because it was literally me going, oh, bye, oh, see you later. Just driving away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll see him later. Um, yeah, so that is, just starting out with that. Well, that's right, That's good. how I feel about this cool. movie. Uh, it is, it is science fiction which already, you know, yeah, hits home near for me. And dear to all of our hearts. All of our hearts. Absolutely. Taking on way bigger ideas than it has any <laughs> right to, right? and then doing it well. Uh, but in this case, doing it in 120 minutes, which um, <laughs> I like that. Um, yeah. Uh, so, what yeah, do, do you take over? And doing like, it with. Uh, the appropriate amount of violence. <laughs> like, oh, like, hell yeah. Again, like, a great way to talk about this with RoboCop is that there's a few moments in this where you're like, that's that's an R rating right there, it, my yeah, friends. Yeah, especially, especially, <laughs> the, 80, especially the 87 RoboCop, yeah. uh, where, again, they tried to tackle big ideas. Yeah, obviously, that's what I'm talking way, about, 87 RoboCop. <laughs> do it in sure. a way that Paul Verhoeven can still get his directorial <laughs> boner on and <laughs> just go berserk with yeah. those squibs. We're starting... This is the third movie here, yeah. helmed, uh, directed by Neil Blomkamp. Mm-hmm. Yes. And District 9, yes. uh, Elysium, Elysium, in case everybody... <clears throat> we're starting to get a real good feel for like some of his beats and how he operates. And yes. one thing that, that became very apparent to me in this movie is that Neil Blom- Blomkamp doesn't really necessarily like violence... Right. His movies, I would never... I would not classify any of them as violent no, movies. No, definitely not. However... He still puts it in there, <laughs> and, and when it hits, it. it hits hard. Yes, yeah. it does. Because you go through most of his films right. where, you know, it's like you see in the trailers. It's like this, you know, gritty, right. sort of super gritty, cr- crazy world mm-hmm. of, of science fiction and high-tech robotica. But at no point when you see the trailers or you think about the overall, like, gist of the movie... 
do you think, wow, I bet some motherfucker's going to get seriously fucked up. <laughs> like, no, you don't no. think that. The, no. the, and there then it a, happens there, there, every <laughs> time, and you're just like, whoa! There's what? a scene, one, and you guys, I already, already oh, yeah. you already know what scene I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Where I was literally going, what? The fuck am I? Wa- I was not. I thought there was going to be like a uh, you know, man in the machine kind of thing, like you know, right. sentient robot, like a Johnny Five kind of vibe. And I just watched the motherfucker get ripped in half, yeah, literally. <laughs> Spo- spoilers, I mean, yeah. spoilers. I mean, it was it, it was like it was sort of shot a little bit off camera action a little bit but not it was much a little blurry but not you like it cut away quickly but then when he then when it's like then you hear yeah. then you see a torso go flying you're like Ooh, okay but right. one of the one like just how again juxtaposing this with robocop where robocop tackled the idea of what if you take the man and right. put him into a machine right can he remain a man? Right. You know, where where does the soul live? That kind of stuff. Right. Right. Uh, and again, a, a lot more with the new one than the old one. The old one, I think, kind of had a happy accident here and there to do that. Right. Um, yeah, they weren't setting out to, like, discuss. Paul Verhoeven right. films. <laughs> Paul yeah. Verhoeven films are really, uh, they're a lot of fun. They're usually right. really super violent and over the top. And anytime that you get a deeper meaning, I guarantee you that was him, like, in between like doing coke and screwing whore, and like, it just hookers. it does feel like an accident yeah where he was just time. like maybe we can do that whatever i'm going back to doing coke <laughs> um so <laughs> it was definitely kind of an accident in 87 robocop uh a, a happy accident right whereas now right. we new, have new robocop they definitely are setting out with that very, agenda. Oh, very yeah, much absolutely. so uh and here with chappy it's like the exact like not opposite but like they they, they just flip it where here you have a robot and you're putting the soul into the robot. Right. There's no man involved. Right. Can this robot become a man? Right. Um, it's like it's like Bicentennial Man, but actually enjoyable to right. watch. Uh, <laughs> or AI. Without also, a really also stupid ending. Also enjoyable to watch. Yeah, right. a- AI would have been a great movie if they yeah. would have cut it ten minutes yes. early. Yep. Very true. If, that, if it would have cut with the kid... If you haven't seen AI, I'm right. going to spoil the shit you're, out of you're it. You're dumb. You see AI. You should see it. I mean, and it, then cut it right when the kid is staring up at the monolith, yep. uh, 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 mermaid Angel statue, mermaid. Yeah, right, right. Uh, and then just turn it off. Just turn it off there. Credits. Yeah, because that would have been the no, no, no. Fast ending. forward ten thousand years. No. That is Spielberg. The planet is icy, frozen. That's Spielberg style. being too nice to children again. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> But again, you you have you have that same idea, but right. here it's in kind of an action action e film. Right. I wouldn't call this an action film, no. but it and definitely has some action beats. Yeah, um, I, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's setting out definitely not to be an action. Movie, no, but no, the, it is definitely. But not. the action that's in there again is <laughs> better than what you. It's yeah. better than what you see in RoboCop the remake, and RoboCop the remake is trying to set out to be an to action be an action movie. film. I want to see Neil Blomkamp do a straight up hard R action film sometime. I don't know. Oh, I don't know yeah. that he would do it, but I don't, I don't think, think he would. It would be cool. But it would be balls think, to the wall. I think the difference here that we get is Chappie is a movie that really sets out to have an interesting message and then some bits of action and high yeah. octane violence get thrown right. in. 
Whereas RoboCop actually sets out to be a high octane action film, right? That with bits actually of has that actually have bits of if interesting things to say thrown in. Right, right. Um, it's just kind of two like, different angles. Some t- yeah, some touching on philosophy. Whereas right. this is like it's almost all philosophy, philosophy, right? With some action thrown in, right? Um, now before I sing this movie's praises too much, I will say this. It does have some problems. Right. Mm-hmm. It does have some. Uh, 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 I, and I throw this out to a lot of movies, but again, this this film does have some pacing issues. Yeah, um, I can see that. I mean, the thing is, like Neil Blomkamp suffers from what a lot of ama- like people that come out of the gate with an amazing film. You know, like their their the first bar film is, is set, damn near perfect. Yeah, the bar is set very high. Yes, and like. Yes. And and on top of it, it was it like the first film in in, in his case and in, and in a lot of other first time directors' cases is like a perfect storm of awesomeness. You have yeah. a lot of no name people working on a project, probably putting all of their heart and soul into it because they're not jaded by the the, the world system yet. and the system and the way everything works. And and you know you have the main actors are just like, oh, this is my big break, yep. so I'm gonna yep. give it my all. You know, it's college football. <laughs> this is like yeah. the kids trying as hard as possible. They're to giving be as good it. They're as giving possible. it their all. And then you know, and then like, you got to make another movie. Unfortunately, when yeah. you make a movie that good, and it's not gonna be perfect and everybody's going to be hypercritical of it. Here's oh, the thing. Exactly. Here's the thing though. When I honestly I, I I saw District 9 again, I didn't get I didn't watch the whole thing. I think I started towards like maybe the first third of the movie and watched it to the end. He, his pacing has never been perfect. Right. No. Even that movie no. is paced Oddly, but, it's pretty choppy. Oddly, but, right? It's but not like it's, it's his, almost like his thing, maybe. And maybe, maybe just I'm just maybe I'm just not to. seeing it. Um, where I, I I really feel that people would accept his movies a lot better now if we flip the order of their release. If you would have gotten Elysium, right. then Chappie, then District Nine, people would be like, "This man's on fire!" Um, right. Instead, we get District Nine, which is just incredible and then elysium which is great but does have some issues but no near near the issues that people are saying it does again they're being right. hypercritical yeah. because yeah. district nine was such a but a again success. again though district nine like it, it's it's again it's not only was he a new director but he but he immediately set himself at, as like an auteur director yes he has a fingerprint and he has a look just like you know uh uh, Wes Anderson, always, yeah, but like the the guy we always talk about that um, that you could always see is Guillermo del Toro. Yes, yes, Guillermo like, del Toro. It's very similar to that because the, there's a feel. Even mm. though Guillermo can do something from a completely different setting, you know, something like a fairy tale or a giant robot film, they both feel you get that similar. Feel, yeah, because and 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 Neil Blomkamp's the same way. Like he has a way of of making that just day after. Tomorrow, not even like later, like later this this evening, like yeah. sort of future yeah. where it's like this is very possible. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. But then he throws it in with a b- ridiculous, over the top idea. You know, alien stranded on the planet, a, a ring uh, like a halo floating over the Earth that has all of the rich people in it. Like huge ideas. Coupled with like a reality that you're like, that's very gun. That's gonna happen. But one of the things, one of the things that I really appreciate uh, 
from him as a director is not only does he do these grandiose ideas, but he does them in ways that you're like, this is exactly how it would go down. Right. Yeah. And it, like that was the first thing I thought when I saw District Nine is I'm like, this is exactly what yeah, would happen. Exactly. If aliens showed up and they were like, "Oops, we didn't mean to be here. Right. Our bad. This is exactly how it would go down. We would quarantine them. It would right. be awful. Yeah. Like um, if if like if the aliens didn't show up and immediately eradicate us or like attempt to. Yeah. If they just showed up and we're just like, uh, now what? <laughs> like it would be bad. Yeah. It would be concentration <laughs> camp. That's and same thing with Elysium. It'd be like. If some private company, if Lockheed was just like, hey, rich rich folks, let's go live off planet. This is exactly what happened. And with Chappie, it's no different. If we had, if this type of robot became available to, to just some hood, right? like, you know, some, some, uh, some criminal, this is exactly how well, this, it would go down. Well, this movie, I feel, the complaints with Elysium were that it's you know, morality tale was too heavy-handed, that it made too clear an allegory <laughs> to classism. Well, I mean, but, sometimes you got to do that because people are dumb. I mean, that's that's <laughs> fine. Like, whatever. I suppose that's a valid criticism. But how do you make... This is what pisses me off, because people make that complaint, and then they look, like, go back and look at District 9, which everyone loved. Right. Do you really think that, that is has so, a hidden agenda when it comes so to racism? Right. It's a very clear, like, he's basically taking what has already happened in South Africa... Right. Apartheid. Yeah, under ap- yeah, ap- yeah, apartheid. So it was apartheid. And putting it into aliens. an put, putting aliens in right. it instead. Like it's not subtle. Right. No. Not no, at all. Not but at nobody all. cared. No, no. Everybody was like, "This is great. I love the right. imagery." Blah blah blah. It's so. It's such a cool new take. Right. But because that wasn't a new thing then with Elysium, right. everyone was like, "Oh, whoa, whoa, Joe, yeah. oh, tell us more about classism, Neil." Yeah. And in this movie, like, okay, that that's not really a complaint because right. this doesn't i mean this of all three movies i don't think this one has no as it, it, much it, it, of a real world parallel not really a, not, not as far really. as like a, a class not a morality tale sense. necessarily or yeah. any no, nothing really classism or racism much uh you can pull some things here and there uh yeah, it's so we're just about like so what do we complain about this time yeah all oh, pacing issues oh man I, it's just like the ending it's just it just doesn't flow right all of his other or, or on movies. top of it, like, District Nine was the exact same fucking way. Right, right. Yeah. It has an ending yeah. in the middle of the movie and then keeps going. Right, you're nobody right. cared because they were so enamored. Right, and everyone loved it because the overall feeling that you got from the movie was something totally original and cool and totally enthralling. That hasn't ever changed in any right. of his movies. But instead, we. You know, as critics choose to focus on everything now. That's, well, again, that's it's, it's, it's like Parker was saying. Now, because his first movie was so great, now we're hypercritical and we're mm-hmm. really putting the laser on and it. And again, like Matt, like you said, it's, and it's, it was only so great because you weren't being hypercritical. Right, <laughs> like, right. The right. way every movie when you see as a kid, regardless of how bad it is, is awesome. Is awesome. <laughs> because yeah, right. exactly. you weren't a critic then. You yeah. were just a kid watching yeah. a movie. And like, I wish that you could... I wish I could get my, like, uh, you know, spoiler alert on this movie. I wish I could download my consciousness, delete out the parts that make me critical of things so <laughs> I can experience everything the as, way as you do does. when you just are like, oh, this is awesome. This is amazing. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, there, there's, there's, some, there's some problems with this movie in terms of, like, whatever, like, you know, oh, that's a little clunky or this or whatever. It's not, like, a 
fine polished gem or something. But but like it, the big, nothing nothing is really right, anymore. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> Just watch it. I was reading. I was I was I forget where I found it. It was an article about um, if 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 you're really into movies, you know that 1982 was like the year. Right. For amazing pictures, we're like coming all out. in one all at all once. in yeah. one summer. You had yeah. like <laughs> E.T., yeah. Star Trek Two. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. The Pol- I think Poltergeist had come out. Um, like just huge films, and then somebody had taken that year of just um, just huge. Oh, uh, uh, you want uh, me to go down the list? Yes, yes. E- the e- thing. E.T. The Extraterrestrial, yep. Blade Runner, right. The Thing, yep. Gandhi, Tootsie. Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, Conan the Barbarian, Tron, Poltergeist, Rambo First Blood, An Officer and a Gentleman, The Verdict, Sophie's Choice, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. (laughs) The Road Warrior, if you didn't say that. The Road Warrior, 48 Hours. Officer and a Gentleman, Rocky Three. The Thing. It's just one, it's like one amazing film after another. Right. We're like, that, it was like they were on fire that year. As far right. as filmmakers. Yeah. Someone had taken the top grossing films of 1982. So, like, the cream of already the cream of the decade. Right. And then ran them through our modern how, how we nitpick everything. All of them fell. E.T., Star Trek II, uh, uh, they all fell apart <laughs> because right. they're, you know, we're so hypercritical now. Right. Um, yeah, I feel like if there's somebody who has made it to like an adult and hasn't seen those movies if they watched them now like yeah and just were like and and treated them the way they do the the, the next modern movie, whatever now. they would just destroy them yeah they'd be like well this clearly has so many plot holes I'm like you're not getting it. yeah et uh it took a while to get going you know yeah, it's really a slow. really slow in the beginning yeah. it's like <laughs> what <laughs> there's not a ton of conflict <laughs> oh sorry oh no so like yeah, if, if 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 you zero in, Chappie does have some issues. But if you pull it back, like, and, and that was how I was trying to watch this movie. I'm like, yeah. I am, I'm going to watch this the way I, I assume that the director wants you to watch it, which is, let's look at the big picture. Let's look at what ideas he's trying to tackle, and then it becomes this huge thing of what is consciousness, what yeah. is the soul, how do these things like. Like, where are they in, Which in is the like human the best, condition? The best sci-fi yeah, by far. That is, like, that's that's a, far that's, the best yeah. sci-fi. I mean, I, I I love AI sci-fi, but especially when it concerns with what is it to be alive? Yeah. Like, like what, what is, is it human? to be a, a, awake, a conscious being? Like, and what is what does that mean? Like, there's so many, like, far out minds in this world. You know, Ray Kurzweil and all these dudes, like, talking about downloading your brain on mm-hmm. yeah, like yeah. a like a, a a consciousness on on a on a microchip or whatever and it's like that's so far out and I'm like I'm so glad a a movie tackles it and not like a documentary and not like just like a very stripped down not fun movie right you yeah know, like a fun movie yeah <laughs> but and and but then also takes that concept which is already huge and then also uses it as kind of a mirror onto humanity as it is. Right. I mean, there, there's a lot of scenes where Chappie is trying to learn. Like, like it's, Chappie starts out basically as a child. Right. Um, and 
there's a lot of scenes where he's thrown in the meat grinder real quick. Yeah. Uh, it was very, I was very surprised. Jarring. I was surprised with, because I didn't, you know, I knew that D'Antward, uh, Yolandia Ninja in yep. this movie, and they're very strong personalities. Incredibly and strong personalities. I was very surprised with the way, uh, like, they decided to make their relationship with Chappie. I assumed that from watching the trailer, right. that it would just be like Yolandia Ninja kind of teaching him to like be cool, be cool. Whereas Dev Patel is teaching him to be like smart and learn and be right. creative and all the stuff. And then they're kind of doing a twist on it and being like, "Oh, but you also have to be you can cool. be yourself this way." Yeah, be, yeah. Like, that wasn't at all like no. Nice. And no, it was very, very. Like reminiscent of like uh, broken households. I yeah. mean, you have three major parental figure, four major parental figures. One who's very all with distant. different, all with one, different yeah. uh, sort of. They all wanted him to be something different. Right. I mean, you have the 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 one guy, America, who's very kind of. He's there and he's the, he's involved, but he's distant. He's not. Yeah. He's yeah. not emotionally available. Right. Then you have Yolanda, who's very emotionally available, almost too much. <laughs> but like, but like, also doesn't know how to stop other people. From, Isn't strong enough to right, to, to be stop like, no. destructive influences. Right. right. And then you have Ninja, who's like out of control, just wants him to be <laughs> right. to do what he wants. Yeah. Right. And then Dev, who's just like like has created this thing mm-hmm. like you know frankenstein style like he's created a consciousness he made it and now it's out of his hands and growing yeah and he's, and he's watching got no it, control and he's whatsoever like, and he's like um, amazed by it but at the same time terrified of it I... and combined with everything else and also has a strong like super strong parental like i own like this is mine and i want to protect it like the way you would a child right and and then and all this all of these strong and then they're interacting around chappie and you're like this is terrifying because you're like you know that there's actual human children that are dealing with this kind of feel so bad for chappie that saga that he goes through when ninja and america dump him yeah, I I was upset. I was upset. I was I was, I was really... like, "Fuck you, Ninja!" And and I think we yeah. all started the movie like just anticipating, like, of course we're gonna like Dantward. Yeah. yeah, we love Dantward. Yeah, yeah. through I most was... of the movie, I was like, "Dude, seriously, fuck Ninja!" Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I am. Yeah, not I agree. Cool. I am not cool with what right. he's doing. To which, is, which is like uh, uh, as a when we're talking outside of the of the movie, like. How good of an actor is he? Like for yeah, first they both time did a really to, good job. to be like, oh, I'm not going to be the person that you like. Like that's yeah. hard to do when you're like hard to be the villain. And he's not even the oh the obvious villain like Hugh Jackman. But like it's hard to be like that kind of like like really not. Great I'm, I'm gonna uh, yeah. He basically went in and then he said, I'm gonna be the <laughs> shitty guy. <laughs> you're gonna you're not gonna like me. Right. Um. And he did it incredibly well. Right. Uh. I. I, I was very concerned, as much as I do love the Antwoord, thank you, you guys, for introducing <laughs> me to this. Just, I was all Parker right? Yeah. Uh Well, Parker showed me one music video, and I went, the fuck am I watching? <laughs> yeah, I, like, they, 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 I mean, what, it's like 2000, 2002, maybe 2001, something like that, they... They had uh, uh, enter th- or uh, yeah, enter the ninja. Yeah, and uh, you showed me that music video, yeah, which and I is thought, yeah, what the yeah, and they they like just very far out and very like, you know, like they had their 
very established style. And and the the story of him is cool. They they you know Ninja was like cutting his teeth in South Africa hip hop, trying to be a rapper, and like having a hard time of it because he's white and yeah. like just just getting like pushed out of the way constantly and just keep getting up and doing stuff and getting up and doing stuff and and completely honing himself into who he is now and then he you know meets Yolandi at just as a friend like and is is immediately terrified of her because she's like this tiny little huge personality but this is in this tiny little yeah, body yeah. and like just like he was just like blown away <laughs> by her and he just asked her to be on a track just to say like motherfucker go <laughs> like he just he loved the way she talked and he was like would you just talk on a track like could you just say some words i just want it for the background or whatever and then basically like tra- like taught her how to rap from there and she like then you know also very creative on her own took that and ran with it and now now they're these two gigantic personalities yeah, and like, they're 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 like <laughs> oh they're so damn good too <laughs> Uh, uh, that's all I'm gonna say about the Antwerp, which I could talk about forever. But they, yeah, they, I was they very do surprised. A great with, job. I was very surprised yeah. that that I that I was disliking Ninja as a character. I was like, well done, because I am annoyed at everything and how many things he does come back and blow up in his face, like the, the oh stab him, like <laughs> it, they just go to sleep, <laughs> like and just lying, like. Just lying to this 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 thing that's learning. Yeah, this and child just, robot. This child robot, and just mm-hmm. telling a lie that the robot can just immediately process in its brain and be done. Like when you lie to a kid, like that's what happens. Like consequences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. you can do that. Like you can tell a kid that that's the way the world works, but it will come back to bite you right. unless you are like, unless you know what you're doing. Yeah, there's a there's <laughs> almost like you said almost everything that Ninja does. Ends up biting him in the ass <laughs> hard, um, yeah. So yeah, both both just just both of them do an incredible job for not having acted before, other than they, their music videos. Yeah, right? other than and clearly videos. they're themselves. Like I mean, that's that like that is that is what Neil right. wanted when yeah. he when he approached them. And Neil actually approached Ninja about uh, being Matt Damon's character in Elysium. I don't. Like, well, that, that was the been route weird. he wanted to go at first. Uh, that didn't weird. he want? He wanted Eminem to do it. He wanted Ninja originally. Like, and he, then I, like and way then back, I, guess he I think, M&M. like as a concept, he contacted Ninja because when Neil was first working on Elysium in his head, he imagined like a man of the people, like mo- you know, right, attacking right. this like class thing. And there's no more man of like, yeah. like the down, the down gritty it, people it, than it Ninja. get any grittier than Ninja. <laughs> that dude with homemade prison tattoos all over his yeah. body. Yeah. You know he just put on himself. Those tattoos are confusing. <laughs> um so yeah, they they did an excellent job. Right. Um and and also Neil let them go hog wild. Like Neil being uh, like an auteur like has has a, a style that he wants to go for, but you can tell he loved their everything about their style and look and feel like they are more than just music like they're right. they're a whole persona and he basically it's, it seems like he was like go wild <laughs> because go they're nuts, like do hideout do, do their hideout is is all 100 percent them and yeah. it and it's and it's just as detailed as a guillermo 
Del Toro thing where you look at every, you know, you look at Pacific Rim and you're like, you look at the nuts and the bolts and the little, like, thing stenciled on the back of the robots and all sorts, and you're like, that... That's a detention. You could to go. You could go frame by frame and pick out when, when they're in their hideout. You Holy can pick mackerel. out every little nuance. Like the, and detail. the bed that they sleep on, right, is a bed that's on, a, like, like a you know, it's on like a, some sort of like spring. But instead of just being on like a, a like a uh, bed frame, it's stacks of bricks. Yeah. Right at the four corners, but each brick is a brightly colored neon brick, completely like whatever color, and then worn over time. Yeah, yeah. and I'm like, yeah. that's an attention to detail. Yeah, that's an incredible like, attention to detail. Like that's out of control. It's almost to the point where where like because their personalities are so huge, they really kind of outshine Hugh Jackman and Sigourney Weaver. Oh, like yeah. at one point, I was think I was thinking like, why is Sigourney Weaver in this? She does not have much. She of a doesn't role. do much at all. Yeah. There is no reason to get like. There's no reason to. I don't know how much he did, but there's no reason to pay Sigourney Weaver for that role. Like I don't you know. You could have gotten like you could have gotten a no name. Yeah, you could have gotten. I mean, anybody. it it was better that she was in it. Oh, in absolutely. The sense that, like it, it had that gravitas of like, ooh, Sigourney Weaver. Like you like when she's on screen. Yeah, but like. Definitely, if you were trying to cut corners, like that's a huge corner. Like, yeah, you there's could definitely no re- save some money there. <laughs> um, and Hugh Jackman, well done as well. Oh my god, yeah. For as little that he's in it, like you, you really are terrified of that. Played, dude. He played that character so well, like that, like that. I mean, that's a tr- it's a common trope, like the kind of like soldiery meathead, yeah, who like. I'm jacked up, <laughs> no pun intended, but, like, I'm going to fight, and I'm like, this is my opinion and whatever. You know, when he, like, is trying to is trying to pitch the moose, and then to those dudes that are like, oh, we oh, like yeah. the scout, no thank you, and he yeah. goes to the, like, bathroom, and he's, like, there, and his arms are rippling, and you're like, you that's... Ready to, like, I thought he was going to punch the mirror <laughs> I, in that scene. I did, I saw, I saw, I was like, he's going to punch the mirror. Um, but, like, yeah, man, that dude, and, like, and one of those dudes that, like, then does stuff that you know you're gonna immediately regret, but but, but like he doesn't ca- he does not care about the right, consequences he is, at all. Yeah, he, he only is, cares about his own justified his means. vision that he has, yeah. and he's like, oh, I don't care. Yeah, okay. I'll take I'll, out an I'll, entire I'll police it, force. I'll watch it all burn. <laughs> When he just, turns on the TV and they're rioting. And he's just like yes. smiling to himself. Like he's thrilled. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I was just looking to see if there were any updates about... Because there was a story that came out about a year ago. Like all this crazy-ass stuff that Ninja and Yolandi did on set. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, well, the, the, that, uh, that was revealed to not be... I mean, some of it was was fabricated, but it was uh, in in uh, public publicity for Donker Mag, which is coming okay. out. They they like just were like, "Hey, let's say that like Neil Blomkamp hated us and that we were like horrible yeah. on set." But I I, it, I think some of it was real, definitely, because they are like very like apparently very crazy on set, where because they're both like super strict vegans. 
and to the point where they like don't want to see a person eating meat. Right. And they and they also obviously if you know them at all, like they're gonna yell at you. Like if you like if you walked in and ignorantly did something in front of them, they would not let it slide and be like, Oh, that's what you do. (laughs) You let people do their thing. Like they'd be like, Who the fuck? You know, like they would go off on you. And like so I feel like that part of it. It's definitely true. Mm-hmm. And so, like, anybody that came forward and said, like, yeah, I got yelled out a bunch. Like, that part was true, but, like, the part where Neil Blomkamp hated working with them and stuff was definitely, like, Right. Publicity. He had to have known what he was getting into. Yeah. And you, I'm don't, reading, you don't hire them and not know I'm reading an interview into. here, and he's just talking. I mean, he, he he's, not say, he's not really addressing that, but he was just right, saying right, right. how, like, they were basically this interviewer was asking him, like, how did you like how did you have such faith that they could act going in he was like it i didn't i basically just knew that they were people <laughs> who had such magnetism around right, them right. that it doesn't really matter whether they act quote unquote or right. not like it'll be interesting to watch on the screen <laughs> that yeah. is very true it's ve- very true and it's very like it's a very like a har- harmony chorine level of directing where you're mm-hmm. just like just put it on camera and we'll watch it. Like, we'll which figure is, it out which, later. like, in his but case, goes usually goes bad. But their- like, Harmony Corrine directed something with Word in it, like a short film, and it's like you can't. Like, I can't stop watching them do <laughs> things. Like, it's just, it's I just really want to keep seeing them. Yeah, and and yeah. and like to and like you just let them go. Like, you to just their put credit, them- though, they had to follow. At least loosely a script, right? Obviously, yeah. Because there's because really, if this if this truly would have been just them coming on set and being like, right. hey, "Fuck you, man," <laughs> whatever, uh, like nothing would have happened. Right. Like they just would like every scene would have just been them saying and doing ridiculous things. Right. But clearly, they did care enough to put this story together, right, and make it work. Again, like just as a whole, the movie. Um, as I was watching it, I was like, all right, I can see why some critics are giving right. this a hard time. Right. I can see definitely. why it's, it's, why it's not everybody's the, cup of tea no, by no, far. You like, definitely have to be like, this is definitely, we <laughs> are the demographic. You have to like sci-fi. If right. you don't like, if you don't like sci-fi, you're going to hate all of Blomkamp's work. I feel, um, mm-hmm. definitely and hard then, sci-fi, I hard say. sci-fi. Yeah. Like, I mean, like sci-fi, like uh, like like Star, Star Wars, Wars, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, that's, that's not sci-fi. Different. That's like it's no, that's fantasy. like that's yeah, that's fantasy set in right. space. Yeah, this is exactly. this is down to the nuts and bolts. Mm-hmm. This is how this would work in a real-world setting. Right. Science fiction. I mean, it's not it's not as. Uh, boring as some hard sci-fi ends up being to the average yes, person yes. which is why a lot of hard sci-fi doesn't make it to theaters because it nope. is it is pretty boring, boring. No. on the surface like <laughs> there's a lot of just discussions like one of my one of my favorite breakdowns of science fiction uh, was from Let- red letter media where they had a uh, a thing saying okay if you have a gradient scale on on both sides are good and in the middle is bad and science fiction on the left is going to be good and boring, and on the right is going to be good and exciting. Right. <laughs> and then everything that's bad is going to be in the middle, yep. where they try to do both. Yeah. Um, and that that yeah, you do have stuff like two thousand one, where it's going to be slow, right, and boring, right, and incredible, right. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And 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 this movie is very 
very hard sci-fi, but I feel it 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 sprinkles in enough um, comedy. Oh yeah, yeah there was very enough laughs. I thought it was very entertaining. Yeah, I from that very basic level, I am puzzled as to why this has like a thirty-three percent. I don't understand that at like, all. How can you watch this movie and not enjoy it on some basic level? Because it maybe has, if you don't love it, that's fine. But right, like I don't see, enough. like I can see it getting the sixty that Elysium got, like where it's like fresh. You know, I mean, right. obviously we're talking about but Rotten not Tomatoes, for but everyone. Right, it's not going to be everybody's cup of tea. But like it, it has it has some comedic moments, even though it is definitely not a comedy. <laughs> uh, it does have some comedic. Hey, remember moments. when we thought this was going to be a comedy? Yeah, yeah, we were really real wrong. wrong. <laughs> we were really wrong off there. on that. Yeah. Um, because there are so many moments where you just want to be like, "What the hell is going on?" This is so like depressing uh, yeah. there's so Dude, many scenes with Chappie just learning scene, how the world works where you're like this sucks so much I mean the when they go to that castle that like ridiculous circle building yep. in the middle of South yep. Africa that's like abandoned and turned into like like just the slummiest of just slums everything. Dog and in ring. the middle of it at the bottom is a dog fighting ring I'm very glad they didn't show much yeah that would have been too much that would have been too much for me like to I handle. mean I, like it was very upset like I didn't like that part in Django Unchained obviously it wasn't dog fighting but it was dogs and and violence violence yeah and I, I was like this is turning me way off like I wish they would have left this out I understand what they're trying to do but we didn't need to see didn't this. need that and and I was really hoping this movie that they got real show. close. Yeah, it real went, close. Yeah, it got very upsetting, but it stayed just. I mean, not much, but on, like only just on this side of of like where I was about to be like, "This is too much." I don't, I don't like, th- yeah. like I don't like it, that. It now. definitely pushed the edge. Yeah, um, and especially considering that that then again, Ninja coming out as like a person that you're like, I don't like you a lot. Is that he like instead of taking this as a moment to be like. Isn't it horrible what we as humans do to, no, to no, these he's creatures? Like, hey, he's is, like, is no, this is survival. Bro. Do you want to be this dog or do you want to be yeah, that dog? You want to be the dog that and lives like, or the dog that shit. dies? But like, that's like, that is a good point for somebody that's like in that world trying to survive. Right, that, that is another that, that that's another thing that I, I was I, thinking about. I mean, I'm privileged enough to be like, don't kill a dog. Yeah, like I'm upset because a dog died, and he's like. You either live or you die. I don't have to worry about that on a right. day-to-day basis. That and and that's another thing that I'm kind of one- wondering that I think we as an American culture tend to forget. Neil Blomkamp is not American. Right. He is South African. Um and so I often wonder if the the like late like his especially with Elysium and and now Chappie um I, I wonder if it's like kind of a lost in translation kind of thing. Could be of like maybe like the 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 the, the mass uh, uh, American audience just isn't appreciating it, and maybe because he's not gunning for them, you know, yeah. may, like the, 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 there are a couple times in every Blomkamp film where I feel almost like, am I watching an American release or am I watching an American right. re-release? Right. Of a South African, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Like when we've watched so many like movies from another culture, you know, like a lot of Japanese movies, mm-hmm. like yeah. a lot of movies from out of China, India, like they 
they're you're not going to be able to watch them the way you watch an American movie and mm-hmm. be like hyper the American movie critical of it like because it's not for yeah, you it, you were not the intended audience yeah. I mean definitely I think he's big enough that that it was intended for a mass audience right, a worldwide right. audience but but he is yeah. dealing with things and definitely settings that are kind of alien to us right. Um, like, like we are privileged enough for them to be alien to us. Yes, exactly. Whereas, like, other people would see that and be like, yep. This is life. I'd, uh, uh, although other people would see it, they wouldn't because they don't have access to it. But if they had access to it, they would go, yep, that's pretty yep, much that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we, we could clearly go on and on. And we're gonna, because we're doing a part two here, kids. Uh, but mm. let's wrap... Uh, just wrap this phase of it yeah, up. Yeah, let's wrap, wrap this phase of it up. Do we want to do let's do uh let's let's do a rating on Chappie. I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it two out of two ridiculously blinged out submachine guns. Yeah. When he kneels down and like does the cross <laughs> to his to his submachine gun, I'm like of course, of course. I Why wouldn't it. he? It's like one hundred percent. Like that. If if this movie came out before Borderlands, I'd be like, all of Borderlands is based on this. On yes. the words, yes. like Vision, because it has that very stylized Borderlands yeah. appeal, where it's like over the top colors and, and all, all the sorts of all nonsense. the tech yeah, in Borderlands also, also is like chappy. Yep. yep, it's all like heavily decaled and tattooed <laughs> and blinged out. Yep, um, I'm gonna give it. 18 out of 21 times the Chappie does. Dude, that is so amazing. He's like wiping his that. nose that he doesn't I mean, have. Again, like we need, I mean, well, let's just quickly talk about how good Charlton Copley oh, was. Oh, yeah. He's <sighs> actually my favorite how part amazing, of this movie. How amazing is it to see a movie with a CG character that isn't freaking Andy Serkis? I know. And, and is amazing. Like, mm-hmm. there's been plenty of, like, CG characters that you're like, you you find out that it's a character, and you're like, oh, cool, well, they did a good job. They did fine. Yeah. But holy crap. Like, yeah. that scene when he's running back from, like, getting attacked, and he's, like, trying to make it back, and he's tripping over the the uh, the tracks. Do you know? Like, Just so, so good. amazing. Yeah. And, and also to watch him... quote grow up go from child you almost see it where he goes from like child to adolescent to teenager to teenager when he's talking to dev and he's got his foot up yeah yeah he's like what yeah what but But i don't want to do that and on in his face it's it's interesting that i I think one criticism people could lodge is that like well why why all of a sudden can he just download the internet and start learning stuff who cares like he can no 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 no. (laughs) I think it makes sense in retrospect because think about yourself as a person. You have access to all this information out there. When did you actually feel like you wanted to use it? When did you actually have that ability That's and that true. curiosity to actually go yep. online, Absolutely. pick up a book, and actually have that rigorous curiosity right. of like, wow, I, I not this isn't just like a floating thing of like, oh, whatever, they taught me that in school, whatever. Like, for a lot of us, that doesn't happen until we're well into our teens. Yeah, of oh, like, absolutely. Wow, I actually want to access, need to access right. information. Right. Obviously, right. I grew up a little bit before it was super available, but 100%, like, like I, there was still tons of information available to me that I didn't easily seek out the way I could have until you get to a point where you're like, oh, I want to see I this. I want to learn like, I this. Want, I want to know. But, like... It, 
and it's it's almost like we're used to AI movies where the first thing the AI does is access all of human history and knowledge. Boop done downloading human knowledge complete like that's like the trope that's in yeah. every like yeah. robot nonsense and then it's like oh the robot gets pop culture references great now like that's funny because it downloaded I'm all so, of our I'm human so, history i'm so glad they avoided that but like scene. but like it was very much more realistic because he had no reason to look at the internet like he had no reason to do that and he the was only being given yeah. every bit of information he needed that he required and yeah, the only reason he did it is so he could survive. Right. He and it's not to... like after that he started spitting out like mm, the probability of blah, right. blah, 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 blah. No, he only used the parts right. that he needed. needed. Right, because yeah. he didn't realize he was killing those, hurting those people. Like he, when he went to look up about like how to set up the consciousness program, he did not re- like look up stabbing. Does stabbing put people to sleep? Because right. he was told that, and he trusted, he trusted them, the yeah. person right. that told him that. No. There was no reason to look it up. Like I, I imagine, if you're a child and you have access to the internet and you have a desire to look up stuff, you're not going to look up is Santa Claus real if you don't right. think he's real. You assume Absolutely. he's real. Absolutely, that's yeah. a real thing. You wouldn't think to look that up as your first thing. You might think to look up whatever else is running around in your head. You know, I want to look at pictures of dinosaurs. I want to watch videos of. Dogs on the internet, yeah. you know. I want to watch cat videos, mm-hmm. whatever. You're gonna just, you're like, oh, I have all this stuff. You're not gonna think to look at the pillars of your life that you <laughs> that you have come to realize. Do my parents are... love me? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. What is love? Like, you're not gonna think about these things. Right. You're gonna just look up what you want to look up, and like that's so that was so realistic. Like, it, but you could criticize it because we're so used to downloading all. Yep, you know, done. done. Oh, well, there it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so. Sorry. Sorry. I, got off I know. So anyway, <laughs> 18, out of, 18 out of 21, uh, Chappie yeah, wiping. Chappie wh- wiping. Doing the whole <laughs> gangsta nose wipe thing. That's great. <laughs> Which great. is like, why is that a thing? Why is so that a gangsta <laughs> thing? But it really is. Like, I don't understand You look at it. so many videos and just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't quite man. get it. Like, where does it. that come? Where does that originate? I just yeah. I want to know when it. wiping your nose became like, whoa, that guy's fucking gangsta <laughs> shit, man. Right. Yeah. But yeah, um, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna just give it uh, two out of two members of the Antwerp. There you go. There you go. Very nice. Two out of three, since High Tech was not in this. DJ High Tech. <laughs> we D- can assume he was DJ High Tech. <laughs> <laughs> we could assume America was filling his shoes. Yeah. <laughs> or, no, no, Hans Zimmer was DJ High Tech. Hans Again, Zimmer was Hans DJ Zimmer. High Tech. Hans Zimmer nice. was DJ High Tech in this case. Because the uh, word uh, has a third member, DJ High Tech, but he, he changes from from album and even song to song. It, it's a different person doing that. Like in Evil Boy, it's Diplo, who like is a, is a famous producer, right. but like he was... DJ High Tech for them on Evil Boy, ah. and it's usually like for for in the beginning it was one guy, but it's become different dudes so different since people. then. They you know? should have made Hans Zimmer DJ High Tech. <laughs> they should have given DJ High yeah. Tech. Holy crap! And then that it's Hans Zimmer great. underneath the mask. <laughs> Hans Zimmer doesn't need another credit. He's got enough. <laughs> that would have been awesome. <laughs> so. Anyway, so. motherfucking right. ninja <laughs> Yolandi Visser and DJ High Tech Hans Zimmer. <laughs> Hello, I'm DJ Hightech. Uh, hello. You would hello. have no idea what he was doing. You'd be like, uh, they told me. Drop the I'm... motherfucking beat. <laughs> so, all right. Well, the next episode is going to be uh, our 
Netflix episode, so right. you go ahead and watch it. Um, but it also the, part two. But also yeah. part two. Avenger the Robot Critic. Yeah, because we are going to revisit Chappie when talking right. about our next movie, which is And I'm sure Robocop. we'll talk about a lot more robot movies as well. Oh, and, just God, yes. and just robots. And just in robots general, in general. So. So All right, well, maybe uh, cyborgs if we want to get real crazy, or Ooh. androids, Ooh. like phone, like a phone. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, I'm Chris Klump. I am Matt Schaefer. <laughs> I does not compute. Does not, does not compute. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to end the show, Chris? Y slash N. Why? <laughs> I can't do that, Chris. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> You gotta make a, you gotta make a, an an end, an end uh, song, and then take like the last thirty seconds of, or ten seconds of it, and then make it slow go super slow. I'll just figure out how to do that in post. <laughs> I'm gonna get some more water. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.